Welcome in, everybody, to another week of First Seed Fantasy. I am Kyle Krajewski, joined by beautiful, lovely Michael Del Corso. Mike, welcome to Week 7. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Week 7, I got a few teams in contention right now, so uh, we're, we're really looking up here. Love to hear it. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, nobody is, none of my teams are like crazy dominating this year and I'm a little upset about it. Uh, but they're all, I mean, all competing and that's what I love to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. and especially at this rate, you can be one in four or I, I guess at one in five at this point and still be competing. Uh, don't count yourself out. Uh, because at this rate, we're here to still help you claim the first seed, whether it's the first seed in the playoffs or the first seed, the championship. Uh, that's what we're here for, uh, to help you just, just win, uh, this week going into week seven, we've got our starts and sits, our boom bus, uh, With a lot of buys this week. I might add a lot of buys, a lot of buys. There are six teams on buy this week, uh, which you, you go down the list and you've got a bunch of buy weeks. You've got a bunch of injuries. You've got mm. probably a lot to wrestle with, uh, in the start sit territory uh guys that you were probably want needing to start uh that you don't want to and we're here to kind of highlight the guys that you should definitely slot into your starting lineups and some guys that if you really are worried about feel free to sit uh like if you're just like ah i'm not expecting uh a lot of points this week uh put on the bench if you can if you can afford to but either way, let's jump into it. Starts and sits. My start of the week, running back, Brian Robinson. Um, the Giants have allowed 13 or over 13 points to six different running backs this season. And Brian Robinson is next in line. Uh, I like Robinson kind of as a flex play this week if you have him. Uh, I expect him to find the end zone again this season or this week against the Giants. And I just expect the commanders to kind of control this game, get back to what's been working for them uh, on offense. And Brian Robinson was a lot of that success, especially against this Giants defense that can't necessarily stop the rushing game all too well. So give me Brian Robinson. I think he uh, he's in line for a great game. Yeah, I really love what the enemy is doing with the running backs over there. It really feels like the last few years, even with Gibson, there was so much faith in that room, and I'm glad it's finally coming together over there. So I'm going to keep it in the running back pool here. We're going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, we're going to go ahead and lock that in here. Uh, two things about Pacheco now. He's had a great start to the season so far, uh, only two games below 10 points in PPR, and that was really weeks one and week two when they were still getting the ball rolling uh i really love about pacheco this year is his targets um he is seeing some it's not really as consistent but he definitely is seeing some of the receiving work whereas last year they really delegated that to mckinnon and even clyde in some spots so uh his receiving work is a little shady it's kind of on and off but i do like that he is seeing receptions on top of what he's doing on the ground his numbers are really 
showing like a fringe bell cow back at this point. Um, and kind of like Kyle said, this is a running back that you throw in the flex this week. Um, I even like him in some RB2 spots. Um, and Pacheco did have a monster game last year against the Chargers, who he's facing this week. Uh, I believe it was his only 100-yard rushing game of the season last year. Uh, and look at that snap percentage, 40%. So great spot for Pacheco this week. Another running back that I think is a great flex play. Yeah, and actually, I'm 100% in agreement with you on Pacheco this week. So much so, I have him ranked uh, in my top 10. So I, I'm I'm excited on Pacheco this week. I think he's easily a guy you can start, uh, and you should be starting him. Especially, I mean, now he's the RB13 on the on the season. Yeah, definitely one of those clear starts as well, just to clarify. But uh, in some of those tighter leagues, oh, yeah. obviously, oh, yeah. you got two running backs to play. He's definitely someone that I'd throw in this week over a bunch of other guys. And, and you could always check out our rankings as well before Sunday just to confirm. Yes. Now on to sit. A guy I am not excited about this week. And quite honestly, I'm probably going to be forced to start him this week. It's good old Alexander Madison. Faces the San Francisco 49ers uh, Monday night. Um, but I think it's going to be a combination of an exp- a negative game script uh, against the Vikings in this game. And the 49ers just have one of the toughest rush defenses. Uh, gives me not a lot of hope for a guy who hasn't been super flashy in, in fantasy this season. So I kind of am expecting maybe, maybe 10 points. Uh, and that's if uh, things get rolling for him. Uh, or he's just just as involved in the passing game as he was uh, this past week or in week three where he had seven targets. Uh, but without that, I I worry about Madison, especially in this lineup. But I think there's brighter days ahead for, for him. Yeah, I agree. It seems like it's just not the week to go ahead and play him, knowing that the Vikings, just to stay competitive in this football game, will have to be going to the air. Um, and even without Jefferson as well. So that offense is just a big question mark going up against one of the best teams in the league who lost last week. I'm sure that they will not let that happen again. So another tough spot there. I'm going to keep the ball rolling. My sit of the week is going to be Chris Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin, I actually do have a few shares of in a few different leagues, and I am actually inclined to start him this week in some deeper leagues. Um, But Chris Godwin is going to be a sit for me this week. Still has not found the end zone this year. He's kind of cemented himself as just a a pure PPR guy, kind of that wide receiver three flex guy that's been doing it on on catches and yards alone. He's been pretty damn consistent, so you can't really be mad at him there. Uh, Going back to last year as well, uh, just this tough matchup with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, He did not play full games last year against the Falcons, but it was two of the games where he saw the least amount of targets last year. Um, And it's just always a tougher game going up against a division rival. And I don't believe with Mike Evans back now, his chances of finding the end zone are going to increase. So I'm going to go ahead and sit Chris Godwin this week. I think there's a few other receivers, uh, again, which you could see in our rankings before Sunday, that we're going to have ranked over him this week. And uh, that's going to result in Chris Godwin sitting my bench this week. Not a bad one. Not a bad one at all. Um, if you can afford to, obviously. So mm-hmm. that'll do it for our 
starts and sits. Uh, to recap, starting Brian Robinson against the Giants. Starting Isaiah Pacheco against the Chargers. Potentially sitting Alexander Madison against the 49ers. And potentially sitting Chris Godwin against the Falcons. I think I always like to point out that as much as we're calling this a start-sit, I think it's more of like a temper expectations and feel really good about them in your lineups kind of thing. So temper expectations on Madison and Godwin, we understand. Uh, we both own these guys on our t- in our rosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're probably starting them ourselves, but it's more just mm-hmm. like, all right, I, I know what I'm probably going to look uh, see at the end of this week in the points column, whereas Pacheco and Robinson, we're excited about. We are definitely slotting them in our starting lineups and just expecting some really good results out of them. Now with that, Mike, let's do our picks of the week. We had a rough week last week. Pretty but rough. But it kind of it, it had it had to come after a few hot weeks. So Yeah. Yeah. We, let's uh let's keep it rolling, man. What what do you got for me? First leg of this parlay. First leg here of this of this two legger. I've got the Cleveland Browns currently sitting at minus three against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, reminder, this is a Cleveland Browns team that just beat the 49ers. Uh, To be fair, they only won by two and by a missed field goal on the 49ers side. Mm -hmm. However, 49ers, I think, are one of the best teams in the NFL right now. And now they're coming off that win. They've got to be feeling really good. And they get Deshaun Watson back. I think all signs point to him starting this week. If not, I still feel really good about about them against the Colts this week. I think they are in line to keep this Colts offense at bay, keep them down, and just maybe put up just enough points to cover this minus three spread. I love it. That's Yeah, that's a solid pick. I mean, a team coming off of wins like that, it's really hard to see them go out and just dud the next week. Now, the Browns are just that tough team that are going to stick around all year regardless. Um, and, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go to a matchup that's also playing someone in the AFC North, but I'm going with the other side. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Give me the Lions with that beautiful sweater on, Kyle. You inspired me. Uh, we're going to go ahead with the Lions plus three against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, to me, is just so inconsistent this year. Every single year, they seem to really struggle against their division rivals when they're supposed to be light years ahead. And I just think Lamar right now is not being consistent enough with those receivers to really make me excited about that offense. Right now, the Lions are rolling. I cannot see them losing this game. Even with Montgomery being out, I think it's going to be a run fest all over the place. And I think uh, you're going to see a lot of passes from Lamar Jackson this weekend. Uh, maybe maybe uh, more inclined to take the over rather than bet on the Ravens at all. But uh, I do like the Lions in this one. I think that's the best bet in this game. Give me Lions plus three to cap off that two-leg parlay. Yeah, I can't believe they're given a team with a four-game win streak The uh, being the, the losers or projected losers and the team returning from London. Uh, shocking to me, but... I'm I'm cool to see uh, the Lions cover that spread this week. Yeah, I'm doing opposite of what I did last week. Last week I bet <laughs> against the London team coming back, or or I bet against, and and now I'm also betting against. But I'm doing it with one of the best teams in football. So 
I love it. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not uh, you're not taking the Colts. You're taking the Lions, which is a completely uh, a huge difference in 2023. Th- huge very difference. drastic difference in 2023. Uh, all right, that was it. Keeping it short this week. Uh, we have been pretty proud of us for that. So that was our starts and sits, boom bus, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and our locks of the week, our betting picks for the upcoming week three, or God, not week three, week seven matchups. Things are looking good. Things are looking good for the Lions. I'm pumped. And let's go get a win this week, guys. I love it. Let's All make, right. some, make some money. Thank you for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe. Keep us happy. Keep yourself happy. Uh, And let's get some wins. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the First Seed Fantasy Podcast. Till next time. Till next time.